0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. (laughs) The Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. To make sure millions of people are getting paid on time and in compliance, ADP is staying on top of each new piece of legislation. So when it comes down to it, ADP isn't just a payroll and HR company. We're the company that helps you navigate complexity. Learn more at ADP.com. The Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show is brought to you by Triple Threat Sports, Marishka's in Crest Hill, Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe, Rabid Brewing in Homewood, Illinois, and by Michael Elwood of Remax First Service. Here are your hosts, NBC Chicago's James Naveau and 670 The Scores hockey guy, Jay Zawoski. Let's drop the puck. Yes, that's right, my friends. This is the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast post-game show. I am your host, James Navo from NBC5 Chicago. Jay Zawoski of 670 The Score is not joining me tonight because he was at tonight's Blackhawks game. But you know what? He picked the right game to go to because the Blackhawks thrashed the Arizona Coyotes by a score of 7-1 to at the United Center, keeping their admittedly faint playoff hopes alive but barely uh the Blackhawks are now five points out of the second wild card spot in the Western Conference with a game in hand on the second wild card team, Minnesota Wild currently. So the Blackhawks do have a game in hand on them. They do have some uh, tough games here coming up, and as much as we want to say that they need to start losing games to try to lose for Hughes. I think we might be a little bit past that point because the Blackhawks are just continuing to win hockey games. They're continuing to score a lot of goals. And most surprisingly, they're not allowing many goals either. The goal they did allow tonight, kind of a, kind of a weird one. The puck ended up going off of the official and Christian Dvorak got it to Richard Panik. And he scored early in this hockey game, but then it was all Blackhawks after that. The Blackhawks reeled off seven unanswered goals as they thrashed the Coyotes and, as I said, kept their slim playoff hopes alive. So what we're going to do, as we usually do, on these post-game podcasts as we usually kind of go through the goal scoring just in case you missed the game. Then we'll go into our positives and negatives. We'll take a little bit of a short time out and then come back with our three stars and any closing thoughts. And that is where we will start tonight is with the goal scoring. (sighs) All right, I need to kind of get my voice uh, charged up and ready for this because there are a lot of goals that are going to need to be uh, kind of recapped. The Blackhawks, as I said, did give up that early goal to Richard Panic to go down one to nothing in the hockey game. But then after that, they absolutely caught fire. The first goal the Blackhawks scored tonight came on a beautiful stretch pass from Brent Seabrook up to Brendan Perlini, who punished his former team with a breakaway goal to tie things up at one to one. A short time later, Brandon Sod scored his 22nd goal of the season on an excellent feed from Jonathan Taves, who worked his way around a couple of defenders, found Brandon Sod's waiting stick in front of the net, and it deflected into the back of the cage, giving the Blackhawks a 2-1 lead after the first period of play. Blackhawks got another goal early in the second period. It was Brendan Perlini again scoring his 10th of the season to make it 3-1. And then this guy, this Chris Kunitz character, whom everyone had basically written off like the entire season, comes back out again tonight and scores another flipping goal. His third of the season made it 4-1. Patrick Kane scored his team-leading 41st of the season a couple minutes later to make it 5-1. And then... The big, like, dramatic goal tonight goes to Jonathan Taves as he scored his 30th goal of the season unassisted because it was a penalty shot. Yes, the Blackhawks scored a penalty shot at home, which is something they used to have a lot of trouble doing. But for the third time in his career, Jonathan Taves scored a penalty shot goal. And for the third time in his career has 30 goals on a season. The game ended up uh, staying 6-1 to for quite a while. Did not look like Brendan Perlini was going to get that hat trick, but in the closing seconds of the game, he did manage to put in one more shot to get the hat trick and send the Irish-themed fedoras floating down from the rafters of the United Center and ended the game 7-1 to in the Blackhawks' favor. It was a Big time scoring night, Uh, but so instead of starting with the offense, because obviously the offense was great, I think that what we'll do is we'll start our positives of the game once again with the defense. The Blackhawks defense, I thought tonight, once again, uh, had some moments where they looked maybe slightly shaky, but I think overall, once again, they did a good job of kind of holding on to the puck and really taking the fight to their opponent, and I think that a team like the Arizona Coyotes who still harbor some very serious um, playoff aspirations because I believe they're only a single point behind the Minnesota Wild now in the playoff race for that second wild card spot. The Coyotes just could not get anything sustained going against the Blackhawks because their counter attack was just so good tonight. So a lot of credit to the Blackhawks for being really aggressive, going and getting the puck back and getting it into the You know, so called hands, I guess, of their offense. And they obviously did the job to a great degree tonight. Really uh, lit up Darcy Kemper and Calvin Picard. Just not a good night at all for the Phoenix, uh, or sorry, the Arizona um, goaltenders, but a great night for the Blackhawks defense. I also thought Corey Crawford had his second straight really solid game tonight had 24 saves tonight. Still looks like he's still regaining the confidence, but I think just with each passing game, he's been looking better and better. Got to give the guy a lot of credit. Thought he did a really nice job tonight and, you know, didn't get one of the uh, three stars that we're going to go over later on in this podcast, but still kind of wanted to give him a little bit of an honorable mention because I really thought that he uh, he performed well. And I, and I think that it's a good sign for the Blackhawks moving forward that he's starting to play with a little bit more confidence. And then finally, we've obviously been over the defense and we've been over Corey Crawford. So it's time for us to kind of get into the offense and kind of give uh, some praise where it's due. I mean, we can obviously start with Brendan Perlini, who had eight. <laughs> eight shots on goal tonight had another one ring off the post and I'm not sure how the puck did not go in but ended up stopping right on the goal line and just couldn't quite get that little bit further in to give him the hat trick and then obviously had the little dramatic flourish at the end to score with about four seconds left thanks to his buddy Alex DeBrenkid I really appreciated what Brendan Perlini brought to the ice tonight was just charging the net hard the entire night clearly had a nose for the puck and wanted to Really make a statement against his former team, and oftentimes in those kinds of situations, you'll see a guy like pressing and making some bad fundamental mistakes. But I definitely thought that Brendan Perlini uh, played within himself. He played an aggressive game, but didn't let it get too out of hand. And obviously, you saw the results. He scored three times at eight shots on goal. Was just a constant menace throughout the hockey game. I really liked what I saw out of him tonight. I continue to like what I'm seeing out of guys like Alex Dabrinkit and Dominic Cahoon, even when they are not shooting the puck necessarily. The two combined for just two shots on goal tonight. They were both by uh, Dominic Cahoon, and I thought that was really interesting, but they did both end up with a pair of assists. I thought that Alex Dabrinkit did a great job tonight of facilitating the offense, really liked the passes he was making kind of in transition and working the puck up the ice. Just a really good, solid game from him again, and I'm really... Still blown away by how much his game has developed in his sophomore season at the NHL level. And then Dominic Cahoon, still in his first season in the league. I thought he had another really outstanding night tonight. I know that Jay Zawoski pointed this out in the podcast we recorded yesterday morning, but his development also has been something really great for the Blackhawks. And if he can be that kind of second or third line, either forward at a wing spot, or if he wants to play center, that's a really big addition for the Blackhawks, and it'll really allow them to go out in free agency and on the trade market and try to add on defense and not worry so much about not having the scoring depth to really kind of back that up. So big time credit to... Dominic Cahoon also thought that Brandon Saad had a nice game tonight. He was kind of all over the ice, ended up with three shots on goal. And then, as I said earlier, the beautiful tally on the pass from Jonathan Taves. I really thought that was one of the coolest highlights of the hockey game was just watching number 19 work his way through the Arizona defense and just put that pass so perfectly on a covered Brandon Sod, who was just had a defender draped all over him, and Jonathan Tabe still managed to put that puck right on Sod's tape, and he put it right into the back of the net. I really liked the chemistry that those two obviously share. They've played a lot of hockey games together. Really digging what they're doing right now on offense, and gotta give the Blackhawks credit. Like they were pretty much down and out after losing those games to Colorado and Dallas recently, but these guys just they don't. They don't want to quit, and it was another really nice performance on a in a run that's been really nice for the Blackhawks. Yes, I said nice twice because they now have sixty nine points in sixty nine games. Go ahead and get all the jokes out of your system <laughs> that you want. Um, I'll go ahead and I'll wait. Okay, I feel I feel like you guys have had adequate time now. Um, in terms of negatives tonight, I mean, <clears throat> I was I was. Desperately, I assure you guys, I was desperately trying to look for anything that I could kind of like pick apart tonight, kind of uh, point to is something that I wasn't particularly fond of. And honestly, I just I feel like it was such a positive night overall. And it was such a big blowout win against a team that still has very serious playoff aspirations. I'm not really going to be able to spend that much time like delving into uh, anything particularly negative. So I guess I'm just not going to. (laughs) Um, All right. So we've done our positives. We've done our negatives. It is going to be time for our three stars of the game. But we are going to take a quick break right after this. Hey, we haven't even pulled away from the drive-thru, and you're already digging in the McDonald's bag. (laughs) Aw, baby. Just a few. (laughs) All right. I guess I can't blame you. Pass me some, too. (laughs) The smells too good to get it all the way home meal. There's a meal for every moment at McDonald's. And now your favorite spicy chicken McNuggets are back. Get a six-piece spicy or classic for just two bucks, only at McDonald's. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. The three stars of the game are brought to you by our star real estate broker, Michael Elwood of REMAX First Service. Serving all your real estate needs in the Chicagoland area. 708-675-1600. That's right. The three stars of the game is our REMAX superstar agent, Michael Elwood's baby. That's right. He loves to hang out with us he's been to several of our events recently and he also loves to get people into the homes of their dreams and so i would strongly encourage you to uh, check out michael's work i would strongly encourage you to find him on facebook twitter i'm not sure what other social media platforms he's on but i'm sure if you look he probably has a friendster. I'm just saying, he's that dang good. All right, our number three star of the game this evening will go to Brent Seabrook, and I am giving it to him for that awesome stretch pass that he put onto the stick of Brandon Perlini that really got the Blackhawks off and running tonight. It's a pass that Brent Seabrook has been able to make throughout his career, but we really haven't seen that much lately. He absolutely did a phenomenal job of reading the Coyotes' defense and figured out exactly when to pass that thing. And I know it caught a little bit of a deflection on the way through to Perlini, but I still thought the weight of the pass and the timing of the pass was really perfect. So I'm going to give Brent Seabrook a good amount of credit there, and I'm going to give him uh, third-star honors for that. The second star of the game, I'm going to give to Jonathan Taves. He had a goal and an assist tonight. Also had five shots on goal. I cannot stress enough just how remarkable the play was that he ended up feeding the puck to Brandon Saad. Just the way that he used his speed to get around the edge. He used his elusiveness to kind of shake the defender, and then the precision. To hit Brandon Sod's stick on that pass was something just otherworldly from the captain. And then, oh yeah, he scored a, power, a penalty shot goal to give him 30 goals on the season. Something that he's only done now three times in his NHL career. All kudos to the captain. Also, 11 of 14 draws. You know, n- another typical night at the office for Jonathan Taves. And then, <laughs> as much as we hate to just, like, copy the first star of the game that the media ends up giving out at the United Center, I mean, how can you not give first star of the game honors to Brandon Perlini, who had his ninth, 10th, and 11th goals of the season tonight? He's honestly been playing some really good hockey lately. I've been really impressed with the way... His game has kind of stepped up to another level. And then obviously tonight, just the opportunity to make a statement against a team that for all intents and purposes gave up on him and traded him to Chicago to get a younger guy in Nick Schmaltz. The Blackhawks, excuse me, just continue to reap the benefits of that trade as Dylan Strom shows such great chemistry with his teammates. And now with Brendan Perlini scoring, I believe it's now six goals in his last five games. I believe that's accurate. So just a great run of late for Brendan Perlini and another really solid trade made by Stan Bowman. All right. That is all of my thoughts on this game for the Chicago Blackhawks. As I said, they are now five points behind the Minnesota Wild for that second wild card spot, and they do have a game in hand on their Central Division rivals. We will talk to you guys again after the Blackhawks take on the Toronto Maple Leafs later on this week. Ooh, that's going to be a rough one. I'm not sure who exactly will recap that one, but the one thing I can promise you is that we will give you our hottest of takes. This has been the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast post-game show. I have been James Naveau of NBC5 Chicago, and I'll talk to you guys later on this week. Have a good one, everybody. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Oh look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm, And then the fluffy egg. And real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mm -mm, Grilled onions and a butter bagel too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mm. I participate in McDonald's. Today on News 4 at 4. It's one of the most anticipated lists of the year. Consumer Reports' top new vehicle picks. Susan Hogan is working for you, showing you the safest, most reliable cars for your money. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Many kids in our area are back to in-person learning, and we are helping you keep them safe in the classroom. We're working for you. Small steps you can take at home to protect them at school, and expert advice to ease anxiety for you and the kids. This week on News 4 Today on NBC4.